0: Hello my friends, it's announcement time. First off, I just wanted to say that today's episode contains some of the most depraved and completely horrific material that we've ever covered. Like, literally named the thing that you could get PTSD'd about, and it's in here. It's we got fucking sexual assault, murder, violence, pedophilia, necrophilia animal abuse, elder abuse, I mean, holy shit, it's all there, and there's even more, so consider this to be a warning about the content, a content warning, if you will. Second of all, I just wanted to let you know about some of the exciting shit that Kelsey Ann and I have been up to lately, besides the podcast, and besides the baby, we founded a business called Party Girl Potions, and it makes luxury hangover relief beverages with delicious, sophisticated flavors and added beauty supplements so you wake up both looking good and feeling good. Considering that you may have to drink yourself to sleep after listening to this episode, you probably want to go get some. That's available at PartyGirlPotions.com and you can check out our Instagram at PartyGirlPotions. Potions on Instagram. It's really nice. It's really classy stuff. It's a break from our usual slime and filth and all the the regular shit that we get up to. I also started a very lo-fi YouTube show called Nate Swaps, where I'm gonna try and trade a ballpoint pen for items of increasing value until I hit a million dollars. It's fun. It's stupid. And if you're interested in checking that out, you can find the intro episode by searching Tough Kitty Productions, that's our production company, like Tough Titty, only it's with a cat, Tough Kitty Productions on YouTube. And the last announcement is about the show itself, Florida Woman Podcast. Now that we've built up a good catalog of episodes, we're going to be posting more clips on YouTube and Instagram as we work on uh, you know, building up our profile. We're also going to be changing the way we post. Our regular minisodes, where we compare and contrast the various heinous crimes and misdeeds of Florida Man and Florida Woman, are going to stay free, but after this episode, our deep dives, they take Kelsey and a whole hell of a lot of work to make, those are going to be hosted exclusively on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash pod. There are two tiers of membership on that. It's a $3 subscription, and that'll get you access to every episode of the podcast, It will always remain ad-free. I'm sure one of these days we're going to have advertisers, uh, given the way that people have been listening lately. So on the Patreon, it will always remain ad-free, and you have access to every single episode, including all of the deep dives on the various Florida subjects and topics that that we have decided to dedicate our lives to unpacking. A $5 subscription will get you access to extra content that we put out, including exclusive merch, which will only be available on the Patreon, and early access to events and information when we eventually take this show on the road, which, believe me, that's coming. So, that's all. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, leave a rating, check out the Patreon. We really 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 appreciate all of your support and we're so excited to keep growing this nasty little thing together and now without further ado on to the most disgusting episode that we've ever made Hello listeners, you're listening to the Florida Woman Podcast. We are sitting here on a lovely, beautiful spring day. Oh, just fucking kidding. Chicago's being a dick tease. Absolutely. Three days ago, it was 85 degrees and sunny. I was walking around in shorts, my pale little pasty little chicken thighs. Hadn't seen the sun for months. And I finally get to trot them out, make everybody turn their heads. And now, three days fucking after that, it's snowing. It's snowing. It's snowing. It's sub thirty-two degrees. Water, if you sit it outside, will now freeze. I'm irate. I can't fucking take much more of this treatment. We you know what I mean? We
1: with with full fool spring. I fool's they spring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're just a bunch There's of another fools. word
0: for it. What fucking re <laughs> spring?
1: That's the one they don't say.
0: (laughs) Not anymore. Mm -hmm. But in the good old
1: days.
0: (laughs) It is funny because I'm from the Midwest. So I should be used to this sort of like, you know, abuse, psychological abuse. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, man, I don't know. I see why people move from this city to fucking Phoenix, Arizona. Or? Or to fucking Southwest Florida. (laughs) Southwest Florida is a little different though because Phoenix is like, I was just walking around today and I was like, Maybe it would be better if it was 110 degrees every single day and I was burnt to a fucking crisp. Like, I think it's like, because those are the two pipelines, right? Florida's got some seasonality to it. Like, there's hurricane season and then it gets a little colder in the winter and really, really fucking hot in the and summer.
1: Like, I'd say there's like more thunderstorms and stuff. I mean, yeah. how much rain does Arizona, could it possibly get?
0: I mean, hardly fucking yeah. any. Yeah, so there, there's famously really no, no rain in. or humidity at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying, like... You you could get the, you could understand why somebody who lived in the city for too long would be like, I think I'd rather live on the sun. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think I'd rather go live in fucking Satan's like cunt. Mm -hmm. I'd, I'd rather crawl into a fucking 400 degree oven than have one more goddamn day where there's no sunshine and it's fucking spitting flurries in my mouth. It's just, uh, I, I, I don't know, and I complain, but listen, that's kind of my job anyway, so.
1: <laughs> well, in the story I'm going to tell you, uh, one girl gets killed because she's homesick for Florida, so.
0: Well, d- let's get into it. Tell oh. me what you've prepared for class today.
1: All right, so we're doing a little something called Gay Serial Killers.
0: Ooh, Gay Serial Killers.
1: Well, yes, um, one being known as the Jacksonville Cannibal. Oh, my God. And the other being known as the confession killer.
0: Jesus Christ. And their this paths is dark crossed, shit. You know. Oh, was it love at first sight? Mm-hmm. Get out of fucking town. Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: Okay. So, we're going to start with the Florida man, okay? Okay. The Florida man among this couple is named Otis Toole. Otis Toole was born on March 5th, 1947 in Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. Tool's father was an alcoholic who abandoned him, Mm -hmm. um, while his religious fanatic abusive mother would dress him in girls' clothing and call him Susan.
0: Perfect. This is great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my god. I'm just writing
1: a little, you know, guys, I'm writing a little (laughs) manual of how not to raise your children to decrease our current population of serial killers. That's all I'm doing. I'm just, this is a how to not raise a serial killer pamphlet.
0: But the thing is, every time you make content like that, you could just take the opposite of it, and then you would, it would be a, it's basically like, if you're putting out a pamphlet that says how to not raise a serial killer.
1: You're teaching people also how to How raise.
0: to raise a serial killer. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So anyway. So do, I'm going to start Do with it what drinking. you will. You know, if you want to raise one, I'd say, you know, one, one of the parents has to be an alcoholic, so make well, sure you can get that That's what done. I'm saying. Let's talk yeah. about
0: our roles in raising a serial killer. So, that little thing swimming around in your guts right sure. now, um, once it's popped out, I'm going to start drinking really heavily, yeah. right?
1: I think you have to be a little absentee as well.
0: Okay, I'm going to dr- drink really heavily, stay out all night, mm-hmm. not have a job. Kind of yeah, already I think that I don't works, have yeah. a job. So. Poverty,
1: I think, is kind of a must in this situation.
0: You know, we're kind of off to a good start here.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: just need to up my drinking uh-huh. and stay out of the house a little bit more.
1: And I was the one who was raised religious, so I'll just go back to that.
0: Yeah, that's perfect.
1: And um, and whatever. I have a lot of is. women's clothing, so I can dress him up in whatever.
0: Right, but what it, I think the 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 point here is that whatever it is, you have to dress it and treat it as the opposite. opposite. So if yeah. it's a little girl, you have to dress him up in all my clothes and call, and it, call Bob it Bruce. Or something. Yeah, yeah, Bruce. And they call it Bruce mm-hmm. and make make him like do like do a little show where he like. Uses a hammer to... Yeah, (laughs) does like manly stuff. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Yeah, okay, so... All right, so
1: be writing that down, Nathan. It's a deal. Um, Okay, so would dress him in girls' clothing and and call him Susan. Susan? I know. Could you pick a better name? You're
0: my little Susan. Well,
1: actually, listen. So there's a discrepancy in some of the sources. Yeah. So some of the sources Uh say that his mother called him Susan, and some say his mother (laughs) called him Becky.
0: Okay, Does it doesn't really matter. I'm not sure why
1: there's a discrepancy, <laughs> but there you have it.
0: Well, I mean, they're not using him as a source, are they? Because he's a fucking basket case. Yeah, I, I mean, mean,
1: I th- think they did use him as a source. I
0: think the point is, it doesn't matter what the name is. She was just being all kinds of fucking crazy banana yeah. cuckoo with this yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Um, Tool's abusive mother would alternate between calling him Susan and Becky and and dressing him up like a pretty, pretty little princess. Yep. Okay. Now pace yourself because this only gets darker. Mm
0: -hmm. It's not starting off particularly light.
1: No, no, no. But but we're going to walk down the tunnel even further. The first thing you
0: said about this guy is they called him the Jacksonville cannibal.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So (laughs) we're already already off to a rolling start.
1: (laughs) All right. So um, getting called Susan... Is the lightest thing on our agenda? Wow! I, I'll just say that
0: it's like that Johnny Cash song, "A huh? Boy Named Sue."
1: Oh,
0: you never hear that song? No. It's about a guy named Sue, and he winds up being a murderer.
1: <gasps> what?
0: Yeah, seriously. Wow. Yeah.
1: There's something to this guy. I wonder if
0: this kid listened to that song. It probably came out while he was a kid. Anyway.
1: <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. You know, and I, I thought this episode was going to be fun. Like, it's fun. <laughs> it's fun in like a disgusting was way. Be fun. <laughs> but I was like, ooh. Like, uh, you know, it's going to be dark, but like juicy, like it's like, it's like Bonnie and Clyde, but gay guys, you know, like it's kind of like pulpy, like made for TV, like Uh two, like two serial killers fall in love with each other and then go commit crimes together. Well, Bonnie
0: and Clyde were bank robbers and there's something romantic about that. Right. You know, whereas like eating human flesh is um, decidedly less romantic.
1: That's romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Harder to handle. Okay. Anyway, we're going to find something to laugh about. So, okay. Uh, Back to Otis Toole. As a young boy, um, he endured uh, physical abuse from his mother as well as um, sexual abuse and forced incest at the hands of many close friends and relatives. What? Almost all of them.
0: (laughs) What? He was just raped by his whole family?
1: Well, um, I don't know about mom and dad, but like basically any...
0: Any Any adjunctive
1: relative, or or sort of acquaintance, did in fact rape him. Oh my
0: God! There's Susan. (laughs) Come here, Susan. (laughs) Oh my God! Um, It's just literally just like check, 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 I know, check. check.
1: Get raped a bunch. Check. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Fucking absentee father. Check. Including
1: uh, his older sister who raped him before he was ten.
0: Dude, what? How old was she?
1: I don't know. It just says older sister. I guess like, it doesn't didn't matter, does not But like,
0: Jesus Christ, I know. this fucking kid.
1: What if she was like 10 and a half? 10 and a half. Oh, wait. That doesn't work.
0: Well, it seems like a um, rapey family, doesn't it? It, it
1: does. I mean... Yeah. So also. Everyone's just um, raping. His father uh, prostituted him to a close friend.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) So your fucking drunk (laughs) dad goes off, like goes missing for weeks at a time. And then when he comes back, he's Mm -hmm. like, hey, listen, we got to get to work.
1: Yeah. Jesus Christ. When he was five.
0: This kid did not have a chance. No. Five years old.
1: I know. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
0: This is literally this is like the family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or like the Hills Have Eyes. It's It's like It's so bad.
1: Yeah. Anything that you can think of that could happen to a child that's bad, it it happened to Otis Toole. I mean, it go it goes on and on. If you read about him, it's just it is just the gnarly, gnarly deep woods.
0: Wow, it's like the only thing he could become was a cannibal. I mean, honestly, well, that's fucking crazy. Um,
1: so his maternal grandmother—that's mm-hmm. um, the religious fanatic side, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta but, have that.
1: Yeah, half. You have to have some element of like obscure religion.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Um, so she was a Satanist, and um, and she taught him many satanic practices and rituals.
0: Is this real, or is this you, like satanic panic stuff?
1: I mean. I don't know.
0: Huh.
1: You know, it's it's from him. It's from yeah, his yeah, account. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I just don't know. Well,
0: you're aware, as am I, as probably our listeners are also aware, there are a couple different churches of Satan. And most of them are just, like, they're actually atheists who are mad that, like, you can put up a statue of the Ten Commandments at the um, you know the state capitol in Oklahoma. And so they go like, we're going to put up a statue of Baphomet. Because, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. just to prove the hypocrisy, like they don't actually believe in God or in Satan or in anything. Yeah, And then there's other, the other church of Satan is basically just like a bunch of people who are like, the principle of Satanism is like, God says, these are the rules. Satan says, no, I'd rather think for myself. And that basically is their dictum. Like they're like, we're all about thinking for yourself and not necessarily taking rules for granted just because they're given to you.
1: But I also think... Two there relatively
0: ha- anodyne things. I
1: agree. Mm-hmm. That's more on the atheist side. But I think that if you, if you are a religious person, yeah. that's where the Satan worship actually is worship. Right. Right. Like, so that's what I'm you saying. You have like, to believe in God and and heaven and hell and yeah. all of these traditionally Christian things in right. order to actually believe in Satan. Right. Yeah, right, like, right, right. They're unlike the groups that you just mentioned, Satan mm-hmm. is not like a stand in for an freedom of thought or, a or concept an idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: well, I'm just saying those are the two biggest organizations. If somebody calls himself a Satanist, they're probably just a neck beard with a fedora. Who's like, yeah, you yeah. know, doing it into for, being like alternative for kicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, but you're saying that this is a bona fide Satanist with like chicken bones yeah. and fucking fetuses floating in jars and like That's what Otis you know,
1: Tool says, yeah.
0: Candles on the floor and a pentagram and yeah. goat's Which blood and everything.
1: Tracks because, you know, there's a lot of really heavy, heavy religious elements playing mm-hmm. out in his family, right? So yeah, uh-huh. I mean, the only people that I know that believe in like demons and like believe yeah. in like really heavily believe in ghosts and mm-hmm. like all these things are Christian people, you yeah, know? Yeah, right, exactly. So it's just like, it's just weird. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she introduced him to self-mutilation as a ritual. Oh, good,
0: yeah, throw that in there.
1: And grave robbing, which, I mean, grave I guess- Grave robbing? Go, go get your nut, I mean, oh, whatever. Oh my
0: God, no, um, do not grave rob.
1: I'd rather grave rob than be raped.
0: That's true. <laughs> On the sliding scale of
1: Otis Toole's childhood- Grave robbing seems like the most innocent <laughs> thing he participated in. Oh my
0: god. Oh um, this is this is so crazy. I know. It's so we dark. I'm telling you, I did not. Down into the deep. End. I know,
1: I know. Okay. You
0: thought it was gonna be Bonnie and Clyde. It's fucking Otis Tool. I know. Jesus.
1: So she also called him Devil's Child.
0: Okay. From good. the beginning. Great. Um sure. Let's just erase any chance. <laughs> any fucking chance. That this kid would ever possibly turn out to be a functioning member of society. Right. Let's dress him up and call him Susan. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Devil Child and mm-hmm. teach him how to self-mutilate mm-hmm. and rob graves. And then we'll all get together and rape him.
1: <laughs> and guess what? It's all taking place in Florida. <laughs> in
0: Florida. Where else could it take place?
1: Um, so oh, wow. he frequently ran away from home. Understandable. Yeah. Um, and often slept in abandoned houses. Yeah. He felt he knew he was gay uh, when he was 10. And he actually told his family, which I'm sure was super, super rare in those days. I mean, Mm. we're talking 1957 then if he's 10 in rural Florida. Like, it just seems really ahead of its time to me to be like, family. To come out of the closet. I'm gay. Yeah.
0: I know what you mean. But at the same time, like it doesn't seem like these guys held back a lot with each other. <laughs> no. You know what I'm saying? No, like, no. it seems it's a like
1: open household. literally, so physically, a boundaryless. Yeah, sort of no amorphous. boundaries. Oh. Yeah. Also,
0: just like to be real, I mean, I'm joking, but to be yeah. real, like, wouldn't that be? You would just choose everything, every kind of fuck you you could possibly yeah. choose to um to lay down on your family it doesn't seem like because when is this if he's born in 1947 he's like so
1: he's 10, 14 so he's 10
0: years old so it's 1957 so yeah. it's like really not cool to be gay still that's what in i was yeah. saying
1: i was like wow i'm, I'm surprised that that's part right. of his story
0: but that's what i'm saying is like it probably wasn't like mom dad i'm actually gay it was probably oh. like i'm gay Fuck you, yeah. you piece of fuck shit! Fuck you!
1: I fuck assholes. Yeah. You Want to hear me talk about all the buttholes? I fuck mom. Right. Exactly. Or whatever. As a I don't know. He's ten year old. Jesus but, Christ. Um,
0: well, I don't know. In this family, he might.
1: Right. He knows. He knows a thing or two about buttholes. Unfortunately, In fucking, for him.
0: Yeah, oh, um, Jesus Christ. That is so dark. Oh my God. And
1: vaginas, because remember, his sister is also raped. Yeah,
0: him. traumatized them. Um. I wonder if that. I mean, is not this that... episode
1: going to get us kicked off all platforms?
0: I don't think so. Okay. okay. I don't think we're. we're remarking about how fucking awful it all is well, i
1: just mean to just talk about it at all oh my lord
0: i mean we listen these things got to be talked about i guess it happened <laughs> i yeah, guess I they guess. have to be talked about
1: <laughs> yeah and i so have to sit
0: here and listen to them they
1: didn't take kindly to it if you can imagine
0: yeah the, i would imagine that.
1: um the hypocrisy the hypocrisy yeah exactly <laughs>
0: no. they're like you're what
1: <laughs> you're what well raping Raping my brother is one thing, but I But having a
0: homosexual in the house (laughs) Unacceptable. Yeah, exactly. Um
1: so at age twelve, uh he had his first sexual relationship. I mean, presumably what that means is um consensual sexual relationship with a neighborhood boy around his age. Okay. Okay. Um he dropped out of school in the ninth grade, so around fourteen, and began visiting gay bars. Um Okay. That got me wondering too. I was like, how did you know? Like, how did you find a gay bar in those days?
0: In Jacksonville.
1: 1960, Jacksonville, Florida, or like 62 or whatever.
0: My impression. It's not like
1: there was a rainbow flag outside the establishment. My impression
0: is that, like, there have always been gay bars. Yeah, I think so too. There have always been. Uh, gay men and gay culture
1: like gathering and
0: you just like it just wasn't talked about
1: yeah but like so how do you find
0: it yeah I don't know I guess you just troll around every bar um, start
1: whispering in guys ears and maybe one of them
0: yeah yeah
1: beats you up but that's the price you pay you know
0: well probably most of them beat you up but then one of them pulls one his them. dick out and then and you're like bingo Dennis party. Um party for a 12 year old oh my god I shit know. is vile I know Wow. Our so you know he was he was
1: frequenting Hydrate or Rendezvous. Oh, or this whatever is one of other. our first <laughs> jokes as a couple
0: was <laughs> there. And when we met, there were these two bars in Boystown that a lot of our you know because we went to acting school, so everybody we know is gay. So they went to they would go hang out in Boystown, which is the gay neighborhood. If you couldn't figure that out. <laughs> um, and they're on one street, there were these two bars called uh, Hydrate and Spin. And they were right next to each other. And kelsey and I were kind of like, does every bar have to be named like a verb? Is every gay bar just one word as a verb? And so we would start like back and forth. Pulsate. <laughs> yeah. Revolve. You know what I mean? yeah, Extrude. Um, it does seem that
1: way. <laughs> so then uh, he stated that he became a prostitute as a teenager, mm-hmm. which makes sense because he only has a ninth grade education. And no home, and no money. Yeah, uh, and um, I don't know. It comes up in and the literature a lot. Dark triad
0: personality traits.
1: Why, yes, Nathan. What is a part of the dark triad that I have yet to mention?
0: Um. Okay. So, if I remember, the dark triad is composed of. Well, there's two things. There's uh, there's the three traits that you can, or the three like things that a serial killer may do in childhood Mm -hmm. that um, I think that's what the dark triad means. But then there's also like a grouping of personality traits. Mm -hmm. So like, like antisocial behavior, like lack of remorse and like, uh, like risk seeking or something Mm -hmm. like that. And then the, the um, things that they do are harm, small animals, Mm -hmm. wet the bed, Mm -hmm. And have a, um, have a predilection for starting fires? No. Isn't that right? Otis Toole uh-huh.
1: was sexually aroused by fire.
0: Sexually aroused by fire?
1: And he became a serial arsonist at a young, young age.
0: Oh, good. Oh, goody.
1: So can't speak to bedwetting, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, all the trauma included in this. Probably a lot of bedwetting. Oh, my God, um, dude. No, no torture of small animals though, so we'll give him that. No one, torture of okay. small
0: that we know of,
1: or at least not for Otis.
0: Not for Otis. I, I won't
1: speak I for Henry Lee at well, this. Well, we'll get
0: to Henry Lee, won't we?
1: Yes. So, um, more cool stuff about Otis. Do tell. He was often labeled as having a mild intellectual disability. Oh yeah, are you um, sure? As some sources put it, suffering from mild mental retardation. Okay. Their words. Mm -hmm. um, Not ours. With an IQ of 75. Okay. And, you know, I... Okay. I tried to look up, like, an IQ of 75 to get a feel for, like, how it operated, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, what it meant. Like, what are someone's... What are a person's capabilities if they have an IQ, like, 75? Like, what is their mental age, if that's a thing, you know? Like, just give me some sort of, like... Guideline about what mm-hmm. it would. What's the experience like, or whatever? Yeah. I really couldn't find what I was looking for. So IQ is very strange.
0: Interesting. You mean like uh, if somebody never progresses beyond an IQ of seventy-five, maybe you they navigate the world like a six-year-old Yeah, I was or looking like for
1: that? like a figure like that, or like some sort of like. Well, you can breakdown have six-year-olds like, with like really high really...
0: IQs, you know? Yeah, so, I know. Like, maybe it's not exactly the way that you
1: yeah or like at least like what are the limitations like you know because mm-hmm. i think if you go below that it's like can they drive
0: yeah i don't think like so. can they
1: live by themselves 75, you know like i'm looking for things like that
0: 75 was what forrest gump was supposed to have Forrest okay. Gump. so it's like enough to like be able to like understand speech and like si- certain situations yeah Run really fast. Um, <laughs> you know, fall in love with AIDS. the girl with AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Well, so anyway. he was smart enough to fall in love, but not quite smart enough to understand what AIDS was. I think um, we could say the same for
1: Otis. I yeah, feel like probably. that tracks. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Poor Otis. I mean, like, just from the fucking jump, you know what I mean? Like,
1: Everything is against him. Who
0: knows if he was even born with that low of an IQ? But just like. The all the just the chain of trauma he was subjected to, just all the fucking psychological torture and abuse and horror and rape. Like you could imagine that would just erase your higher functioning. I know. know.
1: I I actually wrote that down to to talk about. It was just like, you know, experts aren't sure Mm -hmm. that that's accurate, that his IQ is accurate because, you know, he could have received such a low score. Due to um, Mm -hmm. what what they thought were like various learning disabilities, like you know, in jail he got tested. That's where all this is coming from, right? They think that he probably had dyslexia, he Mm -hmm. probably had Mm -hmm. ADHD, like, and he was illiterate. That's the other thing. Yeah, right. Illiterate, and you know these these like these um, academic learning disabilities plus childhood trauma, which we know Mm -hmm. can complicate concentration and focus. Well, listen, it has confidence ramifications. Yeah,
0: my god. Like an
1: anxiety, yeah, just PTSD, the anxiety alone. The
0: inability to even focus, like yeah. or even be present in a situation. You know, like uh, how could you possibly ever navigate the world in a normal way?
1: Also, we don't know Let if alone this man take a
0: fucking IQ Ever test.
1: took a test in his life. Yeah, exactly. Like, what school was he going to or in rural Jackson, Understood
0: the concept that of an IQ test, yeah. like, you know, the rotating shapes and the fucking So he could have been like then, learning that, a brand
1: whatever. new skill, test taking while taking this test for yeah this, like
0: and when was he no taking this test in fucking jail like probably yeah, exactly. so like he's got more things on his mind than that listen your IQ can swing 10 points either direction based on whether or not you had breakfast,
1: breakfast right or if yeah. you're like
0: distracted at the moment you mm-hmm. know what I mean so this guy didn't have a fucking shot
1: no he also had epilepsy um, oh good Great. which led to mm-hmm. grand mal seizures mm-hmm. um okay so he committed his first murder at the age of 14
0: little prodigy
1: after a traveling salesman propositioned him for sex, oh good, which mm-hmm. just leads me to believe he really did not like this guy because mm-hmm. I mean he did prostitute, so you know what I'm saying, right? It's kind of interesting. That I wonder interesting. what this guy like. I wonder. Just, I, don't I don't know. Maybe to, he was mean trigger? to him or something. Yeah, something.
0: He said Susan. <laughs> he fucking blacked he out. Said and my lost his mind. He yeah, Said my wife's name Susan. Yeah, he went ah! blind. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, maybe it was his day off from prostituting, you know, yeah, That's irritating,
0: yeah, have to go to work on yeah. your day off no, no so anyway wants that.
1: um also understandably, <laughs> a lot of pent up rage from his childhood, you know, fucking give him um, a pass on this one
0: uh uh Dahmer's first victim was also when he was fourteen,
1: really, yeah, I didn't know about that one, I don't think,
0: yeah, I mean, it's I think it's the confluence of like. Puberty, Puberty. like, turning on your sex drive, Mm -hmm. and also, like, you know, there's that impulse control stuff that you Mm -hmm. were never going to have anyway. But, like, when you're 14, you you definitely don't don't have have it. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus all the other fucking shit.
1: Yeah. And I think maybe because both of them are gay, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if, like, the repression and the... The self hatred that comes along with like growing up in a time when it wasn't accepted to have feelings like that also contributed to rage.
0: Maybe, maybe. I mean, there were a lot Imagine of other gay guys who didn't, you know, who grew up with the same oppression and never killed anybody. Of
1: course, but I'm just saying, like, you have that working against you already. Like,
0: right? You, so if you, you have, have,
1: like, let's say you have like violent sexual feelings, right? And, and let's just de- take that tiny subset of people. Yeah,
0: you're a sadist and a demented freak. Yeah. and you have no, and you have impulse, no impulse control because you're and 14, low IQ,
1: and you're new to puberty, and you're being flooded by hormones. But on top yeah. of that,
0: you're, you're living with repression. I think so. Maybe it teaches you how to like keep a secret better too. Oh, you know, yeah, interesting. interesting. Hmm.
1: Um. Okay. So he, um, yeah, he killed a guy. I just said that. So he nice. ran over the salesman with his car, mm-hmm. with the salesman's car. Wow.
0: Insult to injury, way, don't you?
1: And he was never caught for this crime, and never um, prosecuted for it at all.
0: Wow. Yeah, but he was prostituted for it. He was. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer also never caught for his adolescent crime. crime. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Relatively. I mean, like (laughs) Uh,
1: his first arrest, though. Um, did come yeah. in August 1965 when he was 17. Yeah. For loitering.
0: Yeah, makes sense. I mean, he was probably out there with some booty shorts, fucking like.
1: Sure. I just feel like trying to well, get a car. Loitering. It's the most tame thing you could possibly. <laughs> yeah, be loitering. Up He's for. already
0: murdered a guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <with> <laughs> vehicular homicide. Yeah. yeah, and he gets put in jail for loitering.
1: And I thought this was funny on murder. Pia, Not even prostitution
0: or no. drugs or Mm-mm. anything.
1: Yeah. It lists Tool's occupation as. Occupations, prostitute and vagrant.
0: Vagrant. And I was like, is vagrant since an occupation? When, yeah. Since when is that an occupational title?
1: Jeez.
0: That's funny. Um, I'll put that on my CV. Yeah. Right. Vagrant.
1: I think a vagrant is like the opposite of an occupation.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That's very funny. I like that.
1: So his whereabouts between 1966 and 1973 are murky. Okay. Um, but police now believe that he was drifting around the southwestern United States okay. and supported himself by... Uh,
0: Sucking cock?
1: Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. So while living in Nebraska, mm-hmm. Toole was one of the prime suspects of a 1974 homicide of a 24-year-old woman, Patricia Webb. And mm-hmm. shortly after... I mean, he was he was on their radar, right? So he moved and he settled in Boulder, Colorado... A favorite of Ted Bundy's.
0: Ah, yes, that's true. Must be a serial
1: killer thing that I just wouldn't get, you know? Something about Boulder, Colorado. I don't
0: know. It's so funny. It's like a nice town. It's very crunchy, very granola, sort of like upscale. There's a college there, you know? I know, I know. Rich rich hippies live in Boulder.
1: So one month later, after moving to Boulder, he becomes... thinkers. But why would you want to be surrounded by those people as a serial killer? <laughs> I, have no idea. I don't want anyone thinking if I'm yeah. a serial killer. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Anyway.
1: Maybe it's because they don't have enough protein. So they don't run very fast. Oh,
0: yeah, that could be. Everything
1: is a little delayed.
0: Yeah. 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 Hmm. Hmm.
1: So he becomes the number one suspect in another homicide, a the death of a thirty-one year old woman, Ellen Holman. Okay. And with many accusations against him, he obviously gets the hell out of Boulder. Yeah. And he returns to Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. His old Florida home. The
0: spawning pool.
1: What's that? Um, r- the racist, like, state anthem that we still have somehow on the books. Oh, like, the Sewanee River. My old plantation home. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Nonsense. Um, well, he returns to his old Florida home. Beautiful. And it's, so it's 1975. He's in Jacksonville. I'm just going to give you a little, what else was going on in 1975, besides Otis Toole killing women in their late 20s and 30s? Yeah. Um,
0: Wait, so 75. Mm-hmm. 1975. He was born in 1947, so he's nearly 30. He's in his late yeah, 20s. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. he's,
1: he's killing age appropriately, at least. If
0: you're an athlete, that's your prime. Sure. So he's in his just he, murdering prime. Yeah, that's right, true. Cool. That's right, true. So. Um, Go
1: on. But we we've got Paul Pot and the Khmer Rouge okay. taking over Cambodia, killing fields. Yeah, crazy. We've got um, Saigon uh, surrendering to. Uh, I mean, Vietnam ended right in 1975.
0: Yeah. We pulled out, out of Vietnam, Vietnam in 1973. Okay. Yeah, and I think the I, I think the South finally lost to the North in 1975.
1: And the remaining Americans were evacuated. It says here. Yeah, know. right, right. Um, okay, so uh, we also have. Is that
0: right? Maybe yes. Yeah, so maybe the war was over in seventy-five. I thought it was seventy-three. Doesn't matter. Doesn't
1: it matter. Doesn't, matter. Um, doesn't matter. We also I have. Need it.
0: That's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: We also have um, three people being found guilty in the Watergate cover-up.
0: Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Um,
1: sentenced to thirty months and eight years. Oh, oh, sentenced to a variety. Sorry, it's a scale. Yeah, yeah. Thirty months. Mm-hmm, some people got mm-hmm. eight years. Um President Ford is dodging assassination attempts left and right. I actually did not know this.
0: Yeah, uh, what was that guy's name? Sirhan Sirhan? I don't or is know. Was that the guy who tried to um to kill Reagan?
1: You know, like I just feel like you don't hear about presidential assassination attempts anymore. Like is that a relic of the past?
0: Um you know, I was always so surprised that um Obama never got like when Me Obama too. was put in office, I was like, "Oh, for sure, somebody's gonna fucking buy a sniper rifle." Yeah,
1: some fucking idiot white supremacist. Yeah, because people gonna...
0: fucking hated him.
1: I know. I thought so um, too. I would have been Trump, so scared if I was him.
0: Yeah, with Trump, the the libs are too like pussy. I know. They just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I, I am because surprised. It's not at the, right. Right at the lack of um, like presidential assassination attempts lately. Yeah, me too. That was a it's fad, dwindling. I guess, for a while. You yeah, know?
1: I think you know it's being replaced by mass shootings. Yeah, maybe?
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the impulse for like doing like a, a notable High crime violence, yeah, yeah, notable crime. Oh, yeah. yeah, and now everyone's shooting children instead of fucking dude. Shoot, definitely the, president. shoot the president. Okay, definitely joking. He's done something wrong. Satire, joking, but shoot the president and not children.
1: I couldn't in even Minecraft
0: wrong. on on the internet in yeah, a video no, yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Don't actually do that.
1: Um, Also, okay, I gotta give a shout out for American cinema in 1975. Um, Movies that came out in 1975. One flew over the cuckoo's nest.
0: Good movie. Yeah. Jaws. Um, Jaws. Fantastic film. Dog Day
1: Afternoon.
0: Great movie. Barry
1: Lyndon. Dude,
0: the 70s were just the. That was the peak of cinema, man.
1: I just can't agree. Movies
0: don't get better than the 70s, and maybe like, I mean, there was some cool shit going on. In the 90s, but that was like, you know, Harvey Weinstein <laughs> studio. <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, By the way, how crazy is it that Roman Polanski is still out there? I know. He made a movie like a couple of years ago. I know. Yeah. He yeah. butt fucked a 13 year old.
1: You know, she's come out and said that what he did to her was less traumatic than what the press did to her.
0: I believe that. Yeah. Hollywood's just demonic. It but is. like. Come on, I like know. that shit's crazy. He should just get his movie making license completely revoked. I agree. You know what I mean? It's
1: I mean, wild who Mel give Gibson had to. to
0: sit out for like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because he uh because of that um infamous traffic stop, mm-hmm. but like in phone call? Or was that Alec Baldwin who had the bad phone call? Bad
1: phone call, Alec Baldwin.
0: And then he killed somebody.
1: Oh fuck. Yeah, bad news.
0: Yeah, so that was all that was going on. Yeah, those were the highlights. Yeah, things I wanted to make sure we you know covered.
1: Um, So one year later, January fourteenth, nineteen seventy six. He was twenty nine. He married a woman twenty five years his senior, Mm -hmm. um, and she left him three days later after discovering his homosexuality. Whoops! Whoops! Oopsies! Dang! Um. Tool said during an interview (laughs) that it was really just a tactic meant to conceal his sexuality. Which, I mean, yeah, 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 obviously. Duh. Um. Anyway. Uh. So, God, I just as I'm reading this, I'm just like, isn't the isn't the utopian ideal like the gay utopia? Isn't that just like, I'm gay. Who cares?
0: Yeah, right? Like,
1: I wish it was, like, you know, I yeah. still feel like we have a reaction to, like, people being whatever, whatever. Like, Yeah. And I think the true ideal end point for all of this and, like...
0: You shouldn't give just, a fuck. I, yeah. yeah,
1: it's like, okay, and... That's great. It's like saying yeah. my favorite color is blue. It's like, okay. Okay,
0: great, yeah. <laughs> well, I really yeah, care. I mean, because that's true equality is, like, you don't have to give a fuck about... <laughs> About yeah. the thing that is, because it's no longer any different. Right, that's you what know? I'm trying to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Anyway, you still feel like people are thing. like, people say, um, I'm gay, and then like maybe people have like a reaction of like, oh my gosh, that's so special.
1: Yeah, kind of, yeah. Which is
0: sort of a like, a reaction to a reaction within themselves of like, yeah. oh, that's different.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, oh, oh, he's different. I have, th- and then the, the original thought is like, oh, he's different, and that's... Oh, well, and then I have to go, like, I have to make sure that he knows that I think that... Um, different is good, and, and i is good, good. Yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Them. And then like it better. turns into a neurotic mess instead of, like, you know... Just like, huh, okay. It not mattering. Yeah, at yeah. all. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
1: Like, being, like, a cat person or a dog person. It's like, I don't really right.
0: care. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well put.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, I think we're
0: moving closer towards that.
1: Okay. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. So, um, finally. yeah. The Gay Serial Killers. Here we go. 1976 would be an auspicious year because it is the year that Otis Toole met Henry Lee Lucas. Wow. A white man with three names, though, so...
0: Ah, you never trust a white guy with three names. You can't do it. Never. Speaking of presidential assassination, like, they're assassinations in general often perpetrated by white guys with three names. Yeah. Fucking Martin Luther King... Mm-hmm. fucking um, John F. Kennedy, fucking Abraham Lincoln. There's more. I'm sure there's more.
1: When you're when you're talking about John F. Kennedy, do you mean the Who killed Central Max, Intelligence you know? Agency? That's the yes, white I guy yeah, with three names. Yeah, that's three
0: names, yeah. Yeah, there's a white thing with three names. <laughs> yeah, right. that's true. Federal Bureau of Intelligence, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. National Security Administration, yep. Yep. It's
1: three names. It don't tr- I don't trust it.
0: You're absolutely right, babe. It's three You're names right. and it's
1: all white men. I'm yeah. telling you it's not to be trusted. Okay. So, they meet mm-hmm. at a soup kitchen.
0: Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: And they quickly become lovers.
0: Vagrants. Um, They're both vagrants. Yes, yeah. they were. Mm-hmm.
1: One of my sources says quote, their relationship was based on mutual attraction and a mutual desire to kill.
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, if their occupation was both vagrant, then technically they met at work.
1: They didn't meet at work. (laughs) It's a workplace romance. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So now listen to this. So Uh both Tool and Lucas, go back to the manual, open it up. It's page two of the manual. Mm -hmm. Were raised by abusive mothers who forced their sons to dress like girls. Wow. Wow, right? Wow.
0: What a like. What a like perfect way to create an absolute freak! I know. Did these mothers? I mean, these mothers themselves had to be freaks, right? Had
1: to be very unstable. It's so in such an
0: insane thing to do, especially if it's like against their will. You know what I mean? I know.
1: So anyway, um, they both suffered sexual trauma before the age of ten.
0: Okay, great.
1: And by the Mm -hmm. time they met. They were both murderers.
0: Wow. I mean, they had so much in common.
1: They did. What are the wow. odds? Yeah. So I'm beginning to form a picture. <laughs> so they
0: had a lady in the tramp moment at the soup kitchen.
1: Yes. Exactly. And they're like, oh, "Me too." Yeah. Oh, "Me too."
0: And they they were sharing a chicken noodle and they sucked on the same spaghetti until they were kissing. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Yeah.
1: So anyway, um Lucas, Henry Lee Lucas, mm-hmm. had actually served 10 years in prison Okay. Um, for the murder. Unlike Otis Toole, who wasn't caught for his murder or murders yet, um, Henry Lee did serve 10 years for killing his mother.
0: Wow. Okay. What do they call yeah. that?
1: Matricide?
0: Matricide. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he killed her in 1960 when he was 23. Uh-huh. And he, there's like quotes. how did he only
0: get ten years for that? That's know. nuts. Yeah, probably because she
1: abused him so much or something. Maybe so.
0: Yeah. What are the quotes?
1: Um, All I remember was slapping her alongside the neck. Lucas told police when I w- when I went to pick her up, I realized she was dead. Then I noticed I had my knife in my hand and she had been cut. Oh, whoops. Oh, oops, slapped her with a <laughs> oh, knife. No, I
0: slapped her a bunch of times in the neck with a knife. Not bad. Oh, dang it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens, babe? I do.
1: Apparently, it happened <laughs> outside of a... You trip and fall,
0: and a... <laughs> on the way down, you grab a knife, and you accidentally hold on to a person's internal organs as you're, as you're going down, you know. <laughs> Don't you yeah. hate accidents hate that like happened. that? Yeah, It's so random. Yeah.
1: Um, apparently, this happened outside of a Michigan tavern. So I just like to ah, paint yeah. that picture mm-hmm. too. You know, yep, yep. Michigan
0: also another state full of serial killers.
1: It's just really dark. It's really Michigan, gray. Wisconsin,
0: Illinois, yeah. uh, Florida, California, Alaska. Alaska's got a bunch yeah. of them. Mm-hmm.
1: Washington State.
0: Washington State. Yep. Yep. Okay.
1: You um, need it's a vitamin that vitamin D, thing, thing, guys. folks. Exactly. <laughs> you need
0: that vitamin D, guys.
1: So Lucas mm-hmm. was born in a- and raised in a log cabin in Virginia.
0: Weird. Okay, so where his mom treated floor. him like a doll. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. log cabin, dirt floor. Yeah, your mom treats you like a doll, makes yep. you dress up and play like you're a girl. Okay, yeah. cool, interesting. Um, not normal.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. They both had absent, neglectful dads who were who had drinking problems. Again, check,
0: check, check. check. Uh-huh. Um,
1: except tools, uh, who you know was never absent in terms of profiting off of his young sons. Yeah, right. You know. Mm-hmm. I can't say. I'm sorry. What uh, I was going to say: <laughs> what, his pro- young son's... profiting off of his young son's booty hole. <laughs> I'm like no, 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 no. Um,
0: you couldn't bring yourself to say it,
1: right? So he was absent, but not uh, where it counted. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, I guess so. So anyway,
1: uh-huh. that he was very involved in. I'd say. i yeah, say Tool's too father was involved. more of a helicopter parent when it came to when
0: it came to <laughs> charging men money in order to have sex with his young son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah too I involved. I agree. Yeah, take
1: your foot off the gas
0: a little. Seriously. You know?
1: Um, so anyway,
0: maybe throw it into reverse, even
1: believe it or not, Lucas's childhood may have even been worse than tools.
0: Oh my god,
1: his mother Viola would hit him and beat him brutally. Okay, um, when he was six years old, she struck him with a two by four so hard that he was unconscious for 36 hours.
0: Okay, and there go a shit ton of brain cells, brain damage that's permanent brain damage. Yeah, head
1: trauma is actually one of the um.
0: Indicators of being a serial killer? Yes. I believe it. Most
1: serial killers have had some sort of like accident or thing where it probably caused them to have a head trauma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Including Bundy, including fucking all these people. Wow.
0: That's nuts. Um,
1: so he frequented the emergency room. Um, Jesus. He also uh, hated the fact that she was a sex worker. Now I've got to say one thing, only one thing, in defense of Viola, which is that like, at least she was getting food on the table. Where was Dad? Right. He didn't right. work. What? What is she going to totally. do? She lives in a log cabin in Virginia. Like, yeah. she probably is not educated. She probably illiterate. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. Back you said off. West Virginia.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez.
1: Yeah. So, um, but, however, she would have men in the house. She did it from her home. So, mm-hmm. all the time. And mm-hmm. there were times where she would force her children to watch.
0: Oh, good. So, Great. that's super cool. Yeah, that's super cool.
1: Um, his father... So, she had
0: more than one kid. Yeah. 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 Wow.
1: His father, an alcoholic who lost both of his legs in a freight train accident... Um, Okay. So he was in a wheelchair. Okay, yeah. Died when Lucas was a young boy because he got too drunk outside in a blizzard and collapsed.
0: Oh my God. Doesn't
1: have legs. Jesus, like
0: Jack Nicholson, fucking just at the end of The Shining.
1: Yeah, I died of hypothermia. Frozen
0: in a snowbank. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. I know. Wow.
1: So his mother um, not only would make him cross dress, as we've discussed, but Mm -hmm. would make him cross dress in public. Okay. Purportedly, so that she could later pimp him out to both men and women, whoever.
0: Wow. I'm so surprised that there are women out there, pedophile women who want to have sex. Like, I mean, the way that pedophilia, as I understand it, breaks down, it's just so much more common in men. Um, I'm not sure why. It's because like the sex drive is higher and the like impulse control is lower. Yeah, and the IQ is generally lower too. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah. Uh, I yeah. don't know why, but I'm just so surprised that she would successfully be able to pimp out a little boy I to know. a grown woman. I know it's fucked up. It's so fucked up. It's all fucked up. Yeah.
1: Um. So um. Right. He. Okay. His school teachers found out about this. Hmm. And complained about the cross dressing in public. <laughs> it's the
0: least they could do. Yeah,
1: um, and and a court order actually was arranged and take him did, away from mama. And it did put an end to it. So Thank that's good. God, the teachers, that's great. Yes, the teachers really stepped in. They stepped yes. up. Um, Unfortunately,
0: they were too late.
1: Then he dropped out of school in the fourth grade.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: No more teachers. Yeah. Yep. And not anymore Save the day. Mm-hmm. So when he was just 10, he lost an eye because his younger brother slashed him with a knife. Okay. And his mother ignored the infection for so long that oh. he lost the eye.
0: Oh, that's awful. Fuck me. Yeah. Now Again, my favorite. West Virginia. I'm assuming rural West Virginia yeah. in the fucking 1950s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, dude.
1: It, it gets better. So um, it does? this is something that could really keep you up at night.
0: Oh, great. If uh-huh.
1: you're a freak like me and your heart is stone cold from ingesting way too much true crime, <laughs> and none of that has disturbed you greatly enough to keep you into an episode of insomnia uh-huh. tonight. Okay, this listeners might, be warned. This might, okay. Um, A friend of his mom's, mm-hmm. a male friend, mm-hmm. uh, taught Lucas how to kill animals and have sex with them. Oh my
0: god! It's not enough to have sex with an animal; it has to be a dead animal. Yeah, yeah, goats, dogs, whatever's Christ. around, kind of thing. Again, oh rural my West Virginia. God, dude.
1: Um. So by the time Lucas reached puberty, he had channeled his rage into torturing animals. Oh, good. Um, having sex with them mm-hmm. and sexually assaulting his own brother, which makes the knife slashing.
0: Yeah, makes make sense, make more sort sense. of. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: So he claimed that he committed his first murder um, in 1951 when he strangled 17-year-old Laura Burnsley after mm-hmm. she refused his sexual advances.
0: Ah, okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So we have two first murders. One is she refused my advances. The other one is I I refused refused his advances. Yeah, his advances. That's right. But, you know, relatively similar in certain ways. Wow. Um, Both Otis Toole and Henry Mm -hmm. Lee Lucas um, had horrific upbringings, obviously. Yes, yes. Very obvious by now. Um, They were drawn together by their taste for each other. And <laughs> yeah, and for, human, for blood. human blood. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> and revenge and mayhem. Um Soon they would embark on a cross-country killing spree. Wow. Hand in hand.
0: Wow. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: So the pair tra- traveled across twenty-six states. That's a lot of states. It's a lot of states. In Did the they 1970s. Kill in each one? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, killing the whole time. That's
0: over half. Of the states.
1: It's a road trip.
0: Wow. It's like seeing yeah. the national parks.
1: It is. Um, or like the baseball stadiums or something. Yeah, you know? that's
0: right. Um, <laughs> that's right.
1: They preyed upon anyone and everyone that they wow, found. Wow, just
0: anybody who might even show like a little bit of weakness. Seemingly
1: huh? indiscriminately. Like literally there's no discernible pattern.
0: Well, that's very like tolerant of them.
1: Yeah, That's pretty progressive.
0: Yeah, like old black ladies. Yeah. Like Chinese babies. Yeah. Uh, you know, like 30 year, guys, 30 year old white yeah, men. year old white men.
1: Employed, unemployed, you know. <laughs> totally. I don't know.
0: Men, women, everybody. Yeah.
1: Children, wow, the elderly, well, as you mentioned.
0: At least they weren't discriminatory.
1: Exactly. You know? So for Lucas and Tool, um, killing uh, was a sort of bonding experience yeah. for the young couple. Mm-hmm. They talked about it openly. Um, discussing their notes, trading tips, things like that. Tips. Yeah, 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 of course. Henry Lee Lucas later... Oh, so
0: are you saying did they have their own, like, like individual careers? They were, like, solo acts?
1: And together. And
0: together. Yeah, Yeah, okay. So they had the main band, but then they would split off and do solo. Yeah, yeah, okay. Every
1: once in a while, yeah. That
0: makes sense, yeah.
1: So Henry Lee Lucas later claimed that he coached Tool on how to get away with it better. Quote, he was doing his crimes all one way, Lucas said. I started to correct him in his ways in doing the crime where he wouldn't leave information.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's only got a 75 IQ anyway. This is like if gay Forrest Gump was running around the country just killing people, murdering people. (laughs) He needs Lieutenant Dan.
1: He needs a Lieutenant Dan. He needs a Lieutenant Dan. Yeah.
0: Which is interesting because this guy's dad had no legs. I know.
1: Yeah. So he had sort of the character of a man with no legs. I
0: guess so. There you go. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. Um, wow. So wow. they didn't just kill. Mm-hmm. Um, they would often, uh, they would often rape and torture. Yeah, of um, course, of course. And they would sometimes mutilate the bodies afterwards.
0: Oh, good. Um,
1: in prison, Lucas said neither of them felt any amount of guilt for their actions. Um, he even joked that they mm-hmm. once crossed two state lines with someone's severed head in the back seat. <laughs> Not remembering.
0: Oh my god! Like, they, like you <laughs> forgot, forgot your fucking it. like That's McDonald's wrapper in the back seat. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: Also, in a jailhouse interview, um, he said, "See, I found this interesting." Okay, Henry Lee Lucas said mm-hmm. that after after killing, there was a cooling sensation.
0: Cooling sensation like,
1: that he would run ice cold and blank. Oh, wow. And he really enjoyed the absence of feeling that would come over him after he killed someone. Like, almost like a calm. Like, he became a blank space where he didn't, like, think or feel at all. There was just, like, nothingness.
0: God, I wish. Just do drugs like a normal person, you fucking freak. Goddamn animal. Chilling. So chilling. Literally.
1: Literally. (laughs) Yeah, for him and you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're cold, too. You're both cold now. Huh. So
0: no remorse at all.
1: That's what they say. Wow. Um as if that wasn't gruesome enough, uh the serial killer couple d- dabbled in cannibalism.
0: That's yeah, that's what I've been waiting for this part.
1: Yeah, so after years after their arrest, mm-hmm. um both in custody in separate states by the way, um they were caught reminiscing about cannibalism over the prison
0: phone. Wow. Um, Talking to each other?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus
0: Christ. Oh, my God. These guys are actual demons. Was, this is so <laughs> fucked up, babe. It was
1: recorded and Tool said, quote, unquote, sounding nostalgic in the reports. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God.
1: Quote, remember. I can't. Oh, my God. I can't. You even have to. It's
0: your job, babe. Come on.
1: Remember how I liked to pour some blood out of them? T- some tastes like real meat when it's got barbecue sauce on it.
0: Oh, my God, Dude oh
1: yeah oh wistful wistful <laughs> you know the food in prison's not good so
0: oh no yeah he w- <sighs> you're dreaming of oh, that's better so dish- dishes up. yeah i've always heard that um human uh human beings taste like pigs like the closest oh. animal to a human is uh is pork in terms of, like, taste. That's
1: gross.
0: It is gross. It's um, horrifying.
1: <laughs> so, he became... I just, also
0: love pork, so, like... Yeah, what, you so know? what does that say, you know?
1: Jeez. Yeah. I
0: better not, Better not. you know, get too adventurous, you know?
1: Well, yeah, you, you shouldn't... It's a forbidden fruit, you know? Because, yeah. heaven forbid, you develop a taste Ugh, for the delicacy. The, the <laughs> hunger.
0: Like that Always Sunny episode. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't human meat. That was raccoon meat.
1: <laughs> Lousy with parasites.
0: <laughs> Lousy with parasites. <laughs>
1: um... So he was called the Jacksonville Cannibal.
0: Yeah, well, Jesus Christ, he earned it.
1: (laughs) While it might not seem like these uh, two terrifying men were a match made in heaven, Mm -hmm. or or hell, or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, or Florida, (laughs) yeah, their relationship disintegrated um, unfortunately when they got in a fight. When Lucas took an interest in Tool's niece, oh, a Florida girl.
0: Homewrecker.
1: Named Becky Powell. Don't say anything (laughs) bad about Becky. Also found it interesting that they did finally get a Becky in the family. Remember how. Yeah, yeah. mom would call him Becky or Susan. We don't Uh know. Uh Well, they, you know, they got a Becky. God, I'm
0: horrified. Someone was named Becky. I'm so horrified. So. So Becky, did they get, did they get her?
1: They, well, they'll, they'll get her. But right now,
0: Uh. Henry
1: Lee Lucas is like, ah, I'm. I don't love you anymore, Otis. Like, I love your niece Becky. I'm into
0: your niece now. Yeah. Damn. 15. That's ice cold.
1: I know. So, um.
0: 15. She... Well, at least it's not like 5. Yeah, well, but even still. Like, I know. Th- that's
1: how low our bar is for these yeah, guys. Yeah, our bar is so low. <laughs> I know.
0: My bar is 6 feet under the ground. It's so low.
1: So, Lucas, um, he later actually did... I don't know. He talked a lot. So he told police Mm -hmm. that he chose Becky over Otis because he liked, quote, having someone look up to him, which tracks actually for Otis, too. Yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, Otis needed the coaching, as we mentioned before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe he had an intellectual disability. Mm, mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. anyway. um, Wow. What a fucking freak thing to say. Uh And he ran off with 15-year-old Becky and she ran off of him? I know. Yeah. So sad.
0: It was probably at knife point, wouldn't you think?
1: Yeah, I would think there's Get some the shenanigans fucking car. going on there. Yeah, totally. Um, they, they left for Texas. They settled in Texas. Okay. And apparently, legend has it, Tool was so upset that he killed nine people to blow off steam. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ.
1: Henry Lee Lucas and Becky uh-huh. Powell settled on a ranch in Ringgold, Texas. But the two soon got into a heated argument. So you guessed it. No. Uh, Lucas lured Powell into an isolated field where he killed her no, and dismembered not Becky. her and scattered her remains.
0: Bye bye, Becky. God damn it. I
1: know. Um, just to be on the safe side, Lucas then also lured the woman who owned the ranch out to the same field, killed her too, and stuffed her body in a uh, drainage pipe.
0: Oh, good. Great. Yeah. Okay, Uh, word of warning to our listeners. If a grown man uh, decides that it's a good idea that you kind of don't know that well, um, or if you're a 15-year-old girl and you're in a relationship with a grown man, um, and they want you to go, just the two of them, out into the middle of a field for seemingly... Uh, no reason. At
1: night, even at to, night, you know. Put that on top of it.
0: Just say no to going into fields with grown men in the middle of the night.
1: <laughs> Isolated fields. Isolated too. fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, I guess I don't know. Here's something I was thinking. Mm-hmm. If you put a woman in a drainage pipe, yeah, does that get into the water supply? Did he just contaminate the water supply of Ringgold, Texas?
0: I think a drainage pipe is exiting the water supply. Got it. Okay. But I'll tell you what, they tell you you're not supposed to bury your own pets mm-hmm. um, because they, you know, as they decompose, like that can enter the water supply. So it's Aww. possible that uh, h- the dismembered body parts of his 15 year old girlfriend might have entered the water supply.
1: Okay. Just a thought.
0: If you put a woman in a drainage ditch. Yeah, it sounds like if you give him moose a, a, a muffin. Cookie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, he did later say that this was the only killing that he felt remorse for. Like Lucas said that he only felt guilty for one of his crimes, and that was killing Becky because she was, quote, the only girl I ever really loved.
0: Oh, so yeah. romantic. Very nice guy.
1: Um, well, this is the end of the rope for Lucas. Uh, luckily for Thank the rest God. of America, yeah. Luckily
0: for the rest of humanity,
1: um, he was caught by Texas police and arrested, but not for the 1983 murders of 82 year old ranch owner Kate Rich and 15 year old girlfriend Becky Powell for a Texas firearm violation. <laughs> It's, it's like so it's like Otis insane, Tool getting arrested dude. for loitering. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Just like something completely unrelated to the absolutely demonic crime spree, yeah. murder spree that he's been on for years, unchecked.
1: Crazy. Yeah. Um. So once he was in custody, mm-hmm. he immediately confessed to the murder of Becky and Kate. And
0: um, oh my god, did he even know what he was in there for?
1: I don't know. That's maybe so not. Like, maybe not? So would he was you like, confess I'll just so say it immediately. all. Yeah, Jesus. I don't know. Okay. I think...
0: Maybe he was bragging.
1: Well, he was definitely a braggart. Yep. That, and I think there's an... Like, okay. That's more likely. Yeah. But I think in some people, there's an element of, like, wanting to get caught because you want to stop, but you know you can't. Mm. You can't stop yourself. Mm. And so you're like... It's kind of like when people commit suicide by cop. It's like they want to die, but they're not going they know they're not going to be able to do it themselves. Wow. And so yeah. they have to put themselves in a position where someone else is going to kill Jesus.
0: them. Jesus. yeah. Uh-huh. And um I I do not sense that in this case. I don't either. I think this he guy just seems... to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Oof. Yeah.
1: Um so he um said that he stabbed Becky in the field because she wanted to return home to Florida. What? She was homesick. She was
0: homesick for Jacksonville? Yeah. I mean, listen, some things might necessitate a stabbing. (laughs) Some ideas are just that crazy.
1: So then, he, I jest. <laughs> poor
0: Becky. She should never I know, have. poor Becky. Never been stabbed.
1: Um. Then he starts confessing to other crimes. So it starts with Becky and Kate. And then he just goes on and, and he's on like, oh, and on. yeah, I
0: did this thing in Nebraska. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I killed this. There's that one time with a severed head in my backseat. That was hilarious.
1: <laughs> he and he brings Tool's name into it, the fucking snitch.
0: Yeah, what an asshole. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, Shut the fuck
0: up about Tool
1: it. Tool was separately arrested in Florida in uh-huh. 1984. For the burning so wait, what's the timeline? Uh yeah, eighty
0: three, you just said.
1: Yeah. No, no. He committed the eight, the, murders. the murders in eighty three.
0: Oh, but they're both arrested in eighty four. Eighty four, huh? yeah. How about that? How about that? That's like Thomas Jefferson and uh and John Adams both dying at the same time. Right? Do you know that no. know that story? It was like they had a they had a rivalry in politics and like both of them were like, you know, they fucking hated each other. And I think it was uh, Thomas Je- I, no it was John Adams I think was on his deathbed, and um, they asked him if he had any regrets and he was just like yes that Jefferson still draws breath but he didn't know that Jefferson had died like 20 minutes before
1: oh did they tell him he got his dying wish
0: well no I mean they, it was uh, you, you right. know they were in different cities yeah yeah that, you at, couldn't at that figure point. that out yeah. that quickly but yeah so what a what a historic moment for yeah. these two wow yeah both arrested and snitched on each other probably at the same time.
1: No, Tool too, never snitched. Okay, Florida uh, men never honest. snitch.
0: Florida men never snitch. Also, he's like Forrest Gump. Forrest yeah. Gump's like an honest soul. He just enjoys the killing and the eating. You know.
1: That's all. So he was arrested <laughs> for burning sauce. a 64-year-old Back. man alive. Uh huh. Um, the man's name was George Sonnenberg, and I guess they were in a relationship, and uh, then yeah. the relationship soured, and mm-hmm. then. You Sounds know how much like Tool loves fire, so yeah, right. um, he set George on fire, oh, and yeah, yeah, he yeah. set the whole house on fire. Yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah, I'm sure George didn't make it. No, no, no. Yeah.
1: So for the love of God, uh, the killer couple—it's—they're fi- finally—they're finally, they're behind, finally bars. behind bars. <laughs> good God. Um. However, the mystery and folklore surrounding their murder spree—it's
0: mm-hmm. just begun. Of course. Listen, we're talking about them right now.
1: Henry Lee Lucas says, quote, mm-hmm. I've killed him in every way there is except poison. There's been strangulations. There's been knifings. Knifings. There's been mm-hmm. shootings mm-hmm. with an ING. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of interesting. There's been hit and runs. Hit and runs. Yeah. Wow. So, all right. He's Never in jail in poison. Texas. He's snitching. He's talking. He can't stop talking. Um... He actually gets a, not him, but someone, gets a Japanese film crew to come to America and, like, film his confessions for some sort of, like, docu-series. No way. So there's yeah. a
0: movie of this guy? Yeah. There's a wow. lot of footage. Wow.
1: Um, I just think it's so funny that, like, these Japanese guys, like... Like this is what America is, like I don't know, oh yeah, it's just so yeah funny, <laughs> yeah,
0: welcome, <laughs> welcome, yeah,
1: um, so they describe him as a quote pitiful looking gentleman, mm. one eye much lower than the other, and constantly dripping,
0: oh Jesus, downturned
1: mouth and about three teeth,
0: oh God,
1: is what the documentarians say, wow, about
0: him. sounds like a vagrant, yeah, yeah,
1: the one eye lower and dripping, really.
0: I thought he was me. missing that eye.
1: Yeah, I did too. So maybe it just doesn't work.
0: Oh, my God. Lower. Like lower. what? Like dangling out?
1: No, like just symmetry of the face. Like, oh, you know, just geez. an ugly guy. Like
0: Sid the Sloth <laughs> just from an Ice ugly Age. Guy. Oh, yeah. that's terrible.
1: Um. So the interviewer says...
0: Guy looked like a Picasso.
1: <laughs> exactly. Wow. The interviewer says, But what causes you to grab a woman and kill a woman? Henry Lee Lucas. It's just, uh... I don't like women, you know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Well, that you know, was a
1: I didn't like them. Every time I'd see a woman, whether it was walking d- whether it, he says, mm-hmm. was walking down a road, walking up a street, whenever I seen that woman, I was going to pick her up. I just hate it.
0: Wow. That's that's a straightforward answer.
1: Yeah, he just That is hates an honest women. answer. Yeah. Wow. The interviewer says, "Well, that's a feeling. That's <laughs> Pretty strong. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Wow. So while in
1: prison, Lucas confessed to many many crimes, as I've said. Of course. Yeah. And in most cases, about them, in fact. Yes. Uh He was able to provide firsthand details that authorities deemed credible. In a court hearing in Montague County, Texas, Uh Lucas confessed to killing over one hundred people.
0: That's insane! A hundred people. However, what
1: after a while. He upped his game, yeah. claiming his kill count was anywhere from one fifty to three sixty. Taking this all into consideration uh-huh. in nineteen eighty-four or five or whatever, investigators initially announced that the duo committed sixty-nine crimes together.
0: Ha-ha.
1: Yeah, come on, sixty-nine. Yeah, come on, they had on. to do that. Couldn't round a up. A year later. <laughs> just a nice round seventy. Yeah, or do. sixty-eight. Um, a year later the police upped that official number to 108 and then a year after that to 200.
0: Good God.
1: Now, Otis Toole, on the other hand, was Mm -hmm. very reluctant to speak about his crimes. Yeah. The only reason he ever did is because he learned that Lucas was blabbing.
0: Just fucking told him everything. (laughs) Told him
1: everything and was taking them on walking tours of the murder sites. Oh my God, dude. So then Toole began to back up his former lover and uh, his claims of Mass murder, all the murders that they did.
0: Wow, wow, wow.
1: According to Jacksonville detective J.W. Terry, Toole and Lucas were, quote, two of the most sadistic murderers in the history of the country. Yeah. They tell you about every way in the world to kill people. They say they killed 300. Except poison, because that's a woman's game. That's what I was going to say, decidedly Um, feminine. Yeah, and they don't like women. They
0: fucking hate them, in fact.
1: I think they're telling the truth. They know facts only suspects would know. That's what the the detective says. Wow. Um, but Lucas, and it was really him, right? Tool just mostly backed him up on stuff. Yeah. Lucas was sort of the ringleader of this circus and he made some really outlandish claims. Um, huh. He soon began to claim that he and his lover murdered 600 people. Okay, that's pushing it. And said that him and, that he and, and Tool were the, quote, hit squad of a satanic cult Called the Hand of Death.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah. I so yeah, now, now, now really I don't buy it. Exactly. Now he just likes the attention. Exactly. But seriously, I mean, these guys killed more people than Richard Kuklinski. Like they've—that's
1: fucking nuts. Well, they're claiming to have killed more than Samuel
0: anybody else Little, ever. Yeah. Uh-huh. The most that, prolific serial killer in America. Killer. Yeah. I think yeah.
1: the number one is like a Romanian guy or something.
0: But yes. Yeah, I mean yeah, that yeah, sounds yeah. right. Again, no vitamin D at all.
1: At all. Um so he also said this satanic organization uh, or through his ties to this organization Lucas and Tool sourced the cyanide for the Jonestown massacre. Okay, all right. That claimed right. the lives of like 900 people, mm-hmm. so like add he's like add that cuz no, I like, provided no, the no, poison. No, no, no. Um but I think like what's interesting is that there are a couple things happening here, right? Mhm. We're in the mid eighties. Yeah. So our fascin as a as a nation, our fascination with serial killers is at an all-time high, right? Totally. We had all these cases come up in the 70s that no one understood Mm -hmm. because the media had never been so widespread. It had never been so powerful. Like but now, you know, everyone has a TV and like everyone's watching the news. And so news about a girl being missing or whatever from mm-hmm. Idaho would be shown in Georgia. Like yeah, national right. news became a thing. Interesting. And mm-hmm. literally people, unless you knew one personally, or were, no, not even if you were the victim of one because then you'd be dead. <laughs> you didn't, people did not have a concept of serial killer. Like they did not.
0: Even like during like the Son of Sam thing, that was, that was going on in the 70s, right?
1: Yeah, so I'm saying in the 70s, it all comes
0: it all comes out, out for and people then people to get obsessed ingest. with it in the 80s. Exactly. Interesting. They start making media about it. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yeah, for sure.
1: And like consuming it at a yeah. rapid rate mm-hmm. and, you know, just, yeah, getting really into it. Um, yeah. So. Also, the satanic panic is on the rise, right? So, we have the serial killer thing was rising in the 70s and then it was huge in the 80s still. But then, satanic panic is cropping up in the 80s. So, we have these two things, these Uh two phenomenons going hand in hand. And that's when Lucas is confessing to all these crimes. So, like, now I feel that everyone's a little more jaded i guess for lack of a better term like we just wouldn't believe someone who said they killed 300 people like it's just like we'd be like i mean i we don't know, know too much
0: about we serial just, killers yeah we know too much <laughs> yeah, about it yeah but back then people were like whoa like these guys killed a thousand people yeah they were into like maximalism back yeah, then yeah they were Interesting. shoulder pads yeah, big yeah, hair yeah, yeah. everything yeah uh, you know? mm-hmm.
1: big body count <laughs> um so now let's go back to um Let's go back to Tool, right? Yeah, sure. So he didn't, like, claim all that s- stuff. So really, we know who the attention whore was. Yeah, right. Um, but there was one crime that he did confess to that is probably not a fabrication. In jail, he confessed to the kidnap and murder of six-year-old Florida boy, Adam Walsh. No
0: way! Wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Whoa.
1: According to Tool's statements, he snatched the child from a Sears parking lot in 1981. I
0: remember this.
1: After decapitating the young boy with a machete tool said i took that machete and cut okay this is so gross please listeners warning yeah cut out some of his side and ate some of it
0: Uh. um
1: he then drove around with his with the head in the car for so long because he forgot it was there and we know he's done that before so this is a pattern he forgets heads are in his car
0: jesus christ
1: like, is that an IQ thing? Like, I'm wondering. Dude, I don't know. I don't know. Cannibal
0: Forest Gump is like got me <laughs> shivering. So, I am so fucked up about this. So, Adam Walsh, listeners, by the way, we also did a deep dive episode about Adam Walsh, who was that poor, unfortunate six year old who wound up. In the hands of the But this the case is really guy. interesting,
1: and it was one of the first cases of mm-hmm. like Stranger Danger, like kidnaps. That also became like, you know, just such a big buzz yeah. situation. And that this is also like parents, Six but... Degrees
0: of Jeffrey Dahmer, because Jeffrey Dahmer also confessed to this crime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Looking for attention. But yeah, the, I, I believe Tool when he confesses, because he's just not. He's just too stupid. He, he's not like his, not his partner. Go, no,
1: he's too stupid to like make things up.
0: Oh, dude.
1: Yeah. So, and remember, um, if, if you listen to that episode, if you know anything about the case, they were really worried that like Adam was being held somewhere and yeah. maybe tortured or something because they only found his body, they found his, or they found his head, I'm sorry, and mm-hmm. um, Many many days later. Yeah, like weeks right. Later, right. Or whatever. So, but it really
0: was just because this fucking idiot forgot it was in his car. Yeah, literally, like an empty fucking soda cup.
1: Yeah, like a big gulp. Jesus um, Christ! So he he later happened upon it and he tossed it in a Florida canal on August tenth,
0: nineteen eighty one. This is a nightmare. This is I'm gonna have nightmares.
1: And as we know, Adams' head was found in a drainage canal along the Florida Turnpike. So. And the rest Jesus of his body was never recovered, Christ. and he said he like ate some of it. So like, the confession was a big deal because Ugh. Walsh's killing was like front page news. It was huge. It was huge. It was national everywhere, um, and it and it resulted in a slew of like new child protection laws, mm-hmm. which are really important. So like some, you know, there's a tiny silver lining. Mm -hmm. It created a lot of new laws and new legislation on how to keep this from happening and how to like find missing children and stuff. Also his dad, um, John Walsh, John Walsh uh became the host of the show America's most wanted. And that's done a lot of good. That's captured a lot of people um, as like a sort of a tip hotline. Totally. Uh But anyway, um, apparently Florida police were, uh, Suspicious of Tool immediately. He was one of their top suspects from the beginning. Yeah, and right. And there's a lot of things that Florida police did wrong in this investigation. They fumbled like literally most of it. Yeah, right. Including the fact that Otis Tool's car, he abandoned it somewhere like North Florida and they found it and then they like lost it. And it had Adam's blood stains all over the carpet. Right. And they like misplaced it. Oh
0: my God. God, dude, how do you misplace an A entire car, car I don't know. covered in blood?
1: I don't know. And like, it's supposedly the car of your number one suspect. Like,
0: how do you not just like put you, that car should be locked down? That car shouldn't move.
1: But so now that Tool confesses, the Florida police are like, no, no, we knew. Like, we knew. Like, he's our number one suspect from the beginning. Like, uh, we know. Oh, shut yeah, up. No, yeah, like, yeah. We knew the whole time. We were just like waiting for the right time. You know, it's like we totally uh, already got it. Um, we're good boys, remember? We're good boys. God, cops are
0: like that, dude. God damn. Yeah. In
1: 2008, Mm -hmm. 12 years after Tool's death in prison, Mm -hmm. and many, many years after Adam Walsh's unfortunate death.
0: See, I can't believe, because these guys were arrested in Florida and Texas, Yeah. and neither one of them got the death penalty. I know,
1: isn't that crazy? That is
0: remarkable.
1: I think that they didn't get the death penalty because they kept confessing to shit.
0: Really? So, so they just like kept him alive like yeah. in case maybe they hopefully would confess to something else.
1: Yeah. Shit. I think so. Well,
0: yeah, and then that would allow lazy policemen all over the country to be like, "Ah, we found the guy, like case closed."
1: That's exactly what ends up happening. Wow. Well, let me just ra- wrap up the Adam Walsh thing so in sure. 2008 uh-huh. that case, that was a cold case for many, many years, decades, yeah, yeah, yeah. was officially closed naming Otis Toole as Adam Walsh's murderer. Yep. So, um, quote, like his companion, Henry Lee Lucas, Toole made confessions which resulted in murder convictions, which he later recanted. The discrediting of the case against Lucas for crimes for which Toole had offered corroborating statements created doubts as to whether either was a genuine serial killer or were both merely compliant interviewees Mm -hmm. whom police used to clear unsolved murders from the books.
0: I believe they killed a lot of people.
1: I think they killed a lot of people, too.
0: I think It these was not guys,
1: 600, but it was a lot
0: of people. These guys just... I mean, they fit every fucking profile you could possibly... I know. Like, every box, as we've been saying, is checked. Yeah. Like, I believe they did. At least a, a number of them.
1: For sure. A couple yeah. dozen. At yeah.
0: least. Uh, yeah, at least.
1: Um, as Lucas later admitted... He would often confess to crimes because it won him extra privileges. So this mm, is kind of the psychology mm-hmm. behind... Well, Lucas is known at Okay, so Tool is known as the Jacksonville cannibal. Mm-hmm. Henry Lee Lucas is known as the confession killer because of oh. all these confessions.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that makes sense. So
1: this is the psychology behind jailhouse confessions, essentially. Right. Yeah. Um, he's in prison for life. Mm-hmm. So... Like it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter how many he confesses to. He's yeah. never getting out of prison. Yeah, of course that so makes he sense. Can go around saying whatever. Yeah. Um, and it basically provided a field trip.
0: Yeah. Right. He get like, to leave the prison.
1: You get to leave the prison. Uh-huh. You get to go out for a drive, mm-hmm. a nice drive somewhere, maybe even far away. Yeah. Um you'd get cuz they would take you to the scene of the crime so mm-hmm. you could like tell them stuff mm-hmm. and they would often um, take him for fast food lunch so he'd get he'd Jesus, get out he'd dude. get some fresh air he'd get some sunlight he'd get to sit in the yeah, back seat take of a car fucking sonic. and yeah he'd take him to sonic Jesus and get Christ. a little food um that's like it's literally just a way to spend some time outdoors outside of jail wow. and that's why that's why convicts confess to crimes like, wow. like all the time yeah that they didn't do, I mean. I mean,
0: it's sound logic. I mean, I get it. it. It makes sense that they would do that. Pieces of shit that so, they are. So, intern
1: for, like, the fast food and the day off. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas offered Texas Rangers lurid descriptions and detailed drawings of alleged victims, much like another prolific serial killer I've mentioned before, another Florida man, Samuel Little, mm-hmm. would also draw his victims. Yeah, sure. Um, eerily, Lucas's... Like pictures were very precise, um, yeah. down to like eye color and stuff. I believe it, and yeah, because
0: I believe he killed these people. Okay,
1: yeah. well, yeah. Then the confessions began to unravel. So, oh really? Um, he would like recant a lot of them, mm-hmm. and like, <sighs> here's the thing. What? One strawberry milkshake equaled one cold case closed.
0: Like he had terms? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So
1: he would get, so the Texas Rangers would give him a file. Mm-hmm. He would read the file.
0: He'd say, I He'd did say, this. He'd say, I
1: did this in this way. The body's buried here. This is their, air, their fucking hair color. Mm-hmm. This is their manner of death.
0: Which was all in the file.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he would get a strawberry milkshake. Ugh. Yeah.
0: I hate that he wanted a strawberry milkshake. Me
1: <laughs> too because I really like strawberry ice cream.
0: Yeah, and now I'm not going to be able to get the the like the feeling that it's like ground up like human. And... and it's
1: exactly what you said Nathan, like the police just wanted to clear their filing cabinet of cold cases. They just yeah, wanted totally. it off their fucking desk cuz they're lazy sacks of shit. Oh, wow. And also Yeah, that's the most
0: cynical fucking thing I've ever heard.
1: It is cynical. It really is. Wow. And I think besides the milkshakes, mm-hmm. there's an element of like an attention economy that's going on, right? For these killers, especially it seemed with Lucas, that like no mm-hmm. one had ever listened to him in his whole life.
0: We well, wanted to be looked looked up to.
1: Well, looked up to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I guess that's like that's the most like narcissistic reading of it which like yeah. i do think he's th- one of the worst people in history <laughs> yeah in human history um, it's
0: hard to find people worse than this guy yeah. but
1: like let's just pretend it's not him like the idea of confessing to a crime it just gets you a lot of attention like people yeah. are listening they're they're mm-hmm. they're they have bated breath mm-hmm. like you're in a room with them mm-hmm. and they have to listen to you and they have to pay attention
0: it's true that's true um
1: and you know, maybe no one has ever done that for you in your whole life.
0: I'm surprised that like false confessions don't happen more often for exactly the reason that you're, yeah, that you're saying. Well, I guess at the end of the false conf, and everybody listening to you, you then you have to go to jail. Yeah. So right. I guess that was kind of a stupid thing to say. Well, you're already <laughs> in jail, though. That's the thing. Right.
1: Anyway, um, I also so okay, it's unraveling. They're unraveling. they st- mm-hmm. they they start to not make sense. Later, quote, citing traffic tickets, interviews with landlords and motel owners, and signed checks, investigative reporter Hugh Ainsworth and Jim Henderson noted it would be practically impossible for the two to have committed all of the crimes for which they took credit. So funny. Ainsworth estimated they would have to travel 350 miles a day to make this happen.
0: Yeah, motivated. They were motivated. They were motivated, but it they is funny dedicated. that they had like a they had like a journalist like provide an alibi. <laughs> it's just so funny like how backwards this is. Like I know. they have an alibi for not killing somebody, I know. and that's like actually a problem for them. Yeah, yeah.
1: So given like Luke Henry Lee Lucas's habit of lying, um, and Otis Toole's willingness to like back him up on whatever, mm-hmm. it's impossible to know like what their real body count was.
0: Yeah, I mean.
1: To this day. I believe
0: it's substantial. I believe it. I mean, to the amount of killing you would have had to do. We know he killed Becky, and we know he killed his eighty-three-year-old landlord.
1: Yeah, and so, his mother. He and his mother. Yeah. Already. So
0: okay. So the level of comfort that you'd have to have with murder to be able on the same day to murder a fifteen-year-old that uh, you were in love with, yeah. and an eighty-three-year-old woman. Yeah. And shove her in a drainage pipe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You need it. You would have had to have had some a lot of practice. practice. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, that's my take on it. God, what a ghastly, demonic, ghoulish hellhole you've brought me down today, Kelsey M. Thank I know. you very much.
1: You're welcome. You're welcome.
0: You were feeling lonely down here, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to see if I could reach out, grab a hand, pull it down.
0: And now we're both trapped here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> and so is all of our audience. I hope you guys enjoyed this very, very much. I know some of you fucking sickos probably did. There's, so, I think, a lot of our listeners uh, like true crime stuff. I don't know. I notice right. upticks when we do these yeah. deep dives. True um, crime rocks. Yeah.
1: I mean, it sucks. It's what? horrible, but it also
0: rocks. Why are girls so into true crime? I mean, I just, I think I know the answer, but I just have to ask.
1: I think it's a couple reasons. Innocently, I do think that there's a part of our brain Mm -hmm. that knows that we're the weaker sex. And so there's a piece of us that must study ways in which women have been been killed killed in order to protect ourselves. Like there's a, there's a drive for like, if I just find out how this is all happening, I can avoid it. I can escape that happening to me.
0: That makes sense. Because
1: physically I won't be able to overpower anyone. Right, right. Um... But then I think that I guess
0: humans have a lurid fascination with like the yeah. outlandish and the the terrifying.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's like um, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey. It's like a freak yeah, show. Yeah, it's, like it's like a freak like
0: show. Or like when people sl- like traffic slows down on the opposite side of the highway from a car crash because yeah. people are just looking.
1: Yeah, bottleneck because you have to see the carnage. Yeah. Yeah, and I also think there's something about. Um, like fear sparking adrenaline, which mm-hmm. is like a kind of a good feeling. Like there's a there's a sort of high that you get actually from being afraid, and I think that you can <laughs> yeah. like seek to repeat that, you know. Yeah, as maybe it a dozen
0: times across the country. <laughs> God damn it!
1: <laughs> yeah, I also yeah I also think like people, there might be an element of your life seems a lot better like I you know I have all these petty anxieties and mm-hmm. and petty little like regrets and things like that and yeah, it's but like well I wasn't getting, like, stabbed in an isolated field and stuff and down a drainage place, Yeah,
0: exactly so that's a good actually, point actually my life
1: kind of rules
0: yeah totally okay yeah so you, it's almost like schadenfreude a little yeah. interesting interesting okay well uh I hate it and uh it's an unpleasant feeling to know about all this stuff but at least it'll help me stay safe out there. It really will. How about that, guys? And our, our manual on how to raise a serial killer will be coming out next <laughs> month.
1: Pre-sale <Okay>. coming
0: soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Love ya.